2: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in,
4: welcome in. That's right. Winning Cures Everything. It is Thursday, May the 21st. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we got a whole lot of NFL to discuss today. Not a single topic outside of the National Football League. And that's all right with me. So, it's, it's good to get back to it. Good to talk some uh, some interesting, maybe hypotheticals. We're going to talk contracts. We're going to talk all kind of different stuff. But first, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed on all of the platforms. You can find everything over there. Pics, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We have a store over there. You can buy shirts. You can do all kinds of stuff. People have uh, have hit me up reminding me, hey, you should probably mention something about the fact that you got merch. And we got it on the store, on the, on the website. So, go check it out. Do the damn thing. It is all over there. We are on Periscope. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. And we are on Twitch. Live every day. McKenna jumps in on Facebook already. Interesting point. He jumps in the chat. You can jump in the chat as well. It is right there on your screen in the bottom left corner. If you are watching the show live, anything that you chat is going to pop up right there. You can be a part of the conversation. And we welcome that with open arms, of course. Uh, the show always is on the, uh, uh, whatever your favorite podcast app is. As soon as we get done live, I go on and toss it on this other computer, redo the audio and whatnot, make sure it sounds good, and then we toss it up to the cloud, and you get to download it. So if you miss the show live, you can always subscribe to the podcast, leave some nice comments, nice reviews for us. We would definitely appreciate that. CFSBFE, we got a new user jumping in on Twitch, said, Hello, what's going on, brother? How are you? Um, let's, uh, let's go on and dive into the ad right quick. We're brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books and all of them will be open very, very soon. Uh, all open by Monday, actually. So if you want to find dates, you want to figure out all the different protocols that everybody's doing, et cetera, et cetera, go over to tunicatravel.com and they will fill you in on all of it. We can't wait to get back down there. We can't wait for football season. Chris, do you know what today is? Of uh, the 21st? Today is 100 days from the start of college football. Now, that's the August 29th date. It ain't the big date. But still, 100 days from today, we're going to have college football, we think. And that doesn't help me feel any better. That's <laughs> It's still like a third of the year. I know, but it's it's a, it's three months and ten days or whatever? Something like that? Yeah, uh, that doesn't... I mean, it's it's closer than it was. Well, yeah. I'm looking for positivity here. Daniel I might Chandler, not make it
5: 100 days. You tell me something's 100 days away, shit. I might <laughs> not see that. <laughs> hey,
4: I got faith in you. I think Call you're going to make it. Call me
5: when we're two, three weeks
4: out. I think you're going to make it. You're going to be just fine. Everything's good. You're saying. Hey, 100 days is less than 150. I mean, it's, a, you know, that's all I'm saying. Look, you've made it more than 100 days into this season, into this year, excuse me, Um and, and we've had a pandemic and whatnot, and you ain't dead yet. So, you know, nah. I think you're all good. I knew, I knew that wasn't going to take me down. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Let's go ahead and dive into the first topic for the day, and Daniel Chandler uh, jumped in and, and brought it up right off the bat. So, um, let's start with this. I'll start with his question. He said, I know it's a topic, but please tell me what the hell Dak is thinking turning down that contract. So, let's go on and get you guys caught up to date, okay? Report came out late, late last night, early this morning, whatever it was, that Dak Prescott had turned down a five-year, $175 million contract from the Dallas Cowboys, which, on average, would pay him $35 million a year. That would be the highest-pay contract for any quarterback in the history of the NFL, for any player in the history Not of the enough. NFL. And the rumor was that he had turned it down because in the last year of his deal, he was looking north of $45 million. Yep. Now, if he had turned that down, that would be absolutely absurd. I think we can both agree on that, right? Not if he did turn it down. No, here's the thing. Uh, the report came out that the Cowboys never actually offered that. So I think it was a a rogue report. Now, is there maybe some truth to it that it, maybe it wasn't offered, but it was talked about. They had been negotiating it, and that's what it looked like it was going to be. That's
5: what we've heard forever, though. I mean, like
3: 35 before million? the
5: off season ended, they were talking about they were comfortable at thirty five million a year, and Dak said he wanted forty at the time. He wanted forty, so they were only. Five million a year apart, twenty-five million dollars. Now they're fifty million dollars apart. Dakton, head, and swelled up a little bit, a little bit. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm worth more than I thought I was.
4: Frank Schwab over at Yahoo Sports uh, just wrote this at two p.m. Central today, so about uh, two and a half hours ago. He said uh, Dak Prescott's going to get paid at some point, and it'll likely be from the Dallas Cowboys. Until then there are likely to be many conflicting reports about how much Prescott wants, how much the Cowboys are willing to give, and how long the deal will be. A report from former NFL quarterback Chris Sims of NBC Sports drew some interest on Thursday night. He reported Prescott turned down a five-year, $175 million contract. Sims added that Prescott wants the final year to be more than $45 million. While that generated a lot of discussion, the Cowboys and Prescott's representative made sure to get the word out that it was not true. Um, they didn't make that reported proposal and both sides agreed that that was not what was was put out there. So you know Ian Rapaport um, he he got word as well that that wasn't actually what happened. Had that actually been the deal um, I mean it, you you have to take it right like am, am I am I crazy on this?
5: That's a ton of money. Dak Prescott has played in one playoff game his entire life, I believe.
4: Now, I think he, I think two, and he's one and one, right?
5: I don't. I didn't know he'd ever won one. No, he
4: he won one, and then they lost to the Rams. I thought. Mm-hmm. I'll double check that. I'll double check that. Give Give me your thoughts here. Like what? You know, if you're offered that contract. You, uh, here, how about this? I'll jump into the comments first. McKinnon said, Everything I've read or listened to said he's trying to compensate for inflation and quarterback salaries in five years. Still don't know that he's worth it then. He's no MVP. Joseph Gomez said, Is Dak's agent the same as Mahomes' agent, as he could be making sure he's not underselling his ceiling? Um, if you are trying to set the market for, you know, four or five years from now, I don't I don't think that works. I don't think you can do that. Um, if you're Mahomes, maybe, but Dak Prescott at this point has not really proven anything. Like I, I, I don't think I'm crazy in saying that. Like I, if I'm the Cowboys and and he did actually, there it is. Didn't Dak win a playoff game against Seattle when the Hawks kicker was injured? I think that's what yes. happened. Yes,
5: yeah. yes. No, he's actually played in three. He played in three. He played in one his rookie year, and then uh, and then yeah, he he won he won the the Seahawks game. That's right.
4: Yep. And then lost to the Rams. I forgot I forgot after. about his rookie year. Yep. So so three playoff games. One and two. Hadn't looked fantastic, really. I mean, he, he's
5: he's good. He's he's had flashes of looking very, very yes, good. Flashes. And he's had flashes of looking very mediocre, which is what average quarterbacks do. They have games where they look outstanding, and they have games where they look very mediocre, i.e. Ryan Fitzpatrick comes to mind, where he's thrown 500-plus yards, 600-yard games and four or five touchdowns, and then he's had games with three or four picks and 200 yards.
4: If you look at two years ago, or was it last year? Was it last year or two years ago that the first two games of the year they put up like 40, 50 points? It was and, last
5: year, but they they also played two really 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 bad teams. But I mean, know that when they played them by the way. No,
4: one of them was uh, was the Saints. Like, I mean, he beat the the crap out of the
5: Saints. You talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes, when he was no, with the no, Bucs. We it just was talking about the ago. Cowboys and Dak. No, it was 2 okay. years
4: ago Fitzpatrick. Yes, that like, was
5: 2 years ago.
4: Yeah. So at at that point, I mean, two games in, you're thinking Ryan Fitzpatrick is it, that was the Fitz magic stuff, right? That's right. That's yeah. what you're thinking. Is holy crap, he's going to make a bajillion dollars.
5: But the no, issue. No, is but hang on. Everybody we knew already he knew. wasn't gonna make a bajillion dollars. Right. We because knew it's the, the, what the, we were seeing was amazing, but it won't sustain because we've seen him do that before. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I don't know why Dak is any different whatsoever. I, I think the thirty-five million dollars a year for five years for Dak is probably an okay market. I don't know that Dak's a terrible quarterback. I, I think Dak's a very, very, very good quarterback. Yes. But but I I'm gonna tell you this, you pay him forty five million dollars a year, then then the rest of your team is going to suffer. And oh, 100%. he's not gonna be he's not good enough to carry you.
4: Now you do have good wide receivers that are signed. You do have Zeke Elliott that's signed. Your offensive line has been pretty good. Your defense over the last three, four years has been pretty good.
5: Um, they've no, had but to deal also, with some injuries. Whoa, whoa, that defense is not going to be great. That defense, they just let a bunch of guys go. Right, because right. Because they it, couldn't sign them.
4: What I'm saying, over the years, it's been pretty good, right? So, you would hope that the guys that you brought in and your defensive coaching staff that Mike McCarthy has brought in, you would hope that they would be pretty good. You're hoping, right? Um, right now, though, I, like, this is just absolutely amazing to me that these are the kind of numbers for a quarterback of Dak's caliber. Like, I, I don't see it. I just, it, it, I've watched him. You can't, if you watch football, you can't get away from watching the Dallas
5: Cowboys. I don't see where he is worth that kind of money. He's, he's. I, I don't think he is. And the problem is, is because of the weapons that he has around him, he's going to perform at a much higher level now. We, we talked about this all the time. Everybody, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have help. Russell Wilson doesn't have a lot of help. Tom Brady never had a lot of help. But those guys are always elite and always performed extremely well. And you can't name five receivers that they've ever thrown to in their lives. You can name two. You can sometimes name three. But you can't name five. No. Okay? And Dak has had the deck stacked. For him,
4: well, for the last two years,
5: remember, Dak, no man, right no. when he came in the league, that 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 team when he when Romo hurt his back, that team was loaded and yes. ready to make a run.
4: And then it took until Amari Cooper came in before Dak even
5: looked good again. Like, I but remembered. they were still good. They still had weapons. He just didn't yeah. perform with them. Dez was always an elite wide receiver. Like they, like they still had plenty of weapons there. That Amari Cooper isn't the isn't the saving grace of the Dallas Cowboys.
4: No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, Dak did not look good again after that rookie season until no. until they got Amari Cooper, and that's when everything changed for him. Now, Amari didn't do anything last year; it was all Gallup. But I mean, good gracious, he he looked as mediocre as you can possibly get up until they made that trade with the Raiders, and then the top came off, and the offense absolutely exploded. So, you know, and then the year after that, Amari came back down to earth. Dak came back down to earth. They they were pretty good last year. They weren't world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, let's jump to the comments here. Michael said, uh, What has Dak accomplished to make him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL? Four years, one playoff win, he plays well in the lead and beats up on bad teams. Dak is the new Kirk Cousins. That's a... a- well, hang
5: on. I'll tell you this. I think he's trying to beat Kirk, though. That That's the guy I think he's trying to play out his franchise tag, see if they have the nuts to franchise tag you again, and really get to free agency. Because even if it's not the Cowboys, see, that report from Yahoo, I disagree with. I think somebody might pay him his money, but I don't think it's going to be the Cowboys. I think at some point in time, you rub a team the wrong way. We're giving you everything you want. You want to take your ass up to Green Bay and try to go play with the misfits they got up there? You get one good receiver. That's it. Congratulations. Yeah. Be good. Go go see if that money works for you.
4: Uh, Michael said half of Dak's touchdowns last year were against the Giants and Redskins. Uh, yep. He said Dak is better than Dalton, but Dak can't carry the Cowboys alone, and with that salary, he would have to. Dalton, with a good line, weapons outside, and arguably the best running back in the game can get you to the playoffs with a puncher's chance at the Super Bowl. Save the Dak money. Put it on your defense. Yep. I think that's the smart move. Like, I,
5: I I think that there's going to be a rift. Everyone who just assumes this deal is going to get done. I, I don't know if he wants to test real true free agency. Now it, it could come back to bite him in the ass, by the way, oh, it absolutely could come back yes. to bite him. If he goes out to free agency and the market shows, everybody wants to pay him $130 million over five years, or, or maybe, maybe he only gets four years because he's lost this year or whatever. And, 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 but it's, he's around, you know, thirty to thirty five million dollars a year. He's gonna look like a fool.
4: Oh, a hundred percent. We've seen
5: plenty of players try to test the agency market, the free agency market, and and they came back and they didn't get the numbers they were hoping for. Oh, yes. It's happened it, before. Le'Veon Bell. I yeah, mean, Le'Veon he, Bell's a big one.
4: I mean he he thought he was worth way more than what the Steelers were willing to give him.
5: Uh turned out not the case. What, what he, he could do with is is Kirk Cousins' deals where they might pay him a lot of money, but they'll give him two-year deals because that's what Cousins' deals have been. 100% guaranteed. We're going to bring you in your whole contract guarantee. You're the first one ever, but it's a three-year deal.
4: Well, the Redskins franchise tagged him, what, like three
5: years in a row? Two. Just two. Just, just two. two. If they would have done it in the third year, it would have been such a high tax. It would have been insane. Yeah. They would have been paying him, like, Thirty-eight million dollars a year.
4: They, I mean, they were already paying him like thirty million in the in the second. And one. that was and
5: that was a year where the league average is is like twenty. I mean, at some point in time, it gets to a point where you just can't do it.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. Joseph Gomez said, "Is Dak the next Brian Greasy, just slightly better than average quarterback?" Uh, maybe. I mean, that, that, that's the thing. It, like, he has shown flashes of being really good. Has he shown flashes of being able to uh, lead a team when there's no weapons? Uh, no. I mean. That's not what he is like. He he. There's not. a lot
5: of those teams out here in the league.
4: Yeah, I mean, good gracious. Uh, Michael said, "When is paying? Uh, when has paying one player that much money actually worked out? I'd even argue that paying Mahomes would do more harm than good for the Chiefs. Well, here's the deal: you you're going to have to pay Mahomes. Like and no choice. You got no choice on that one. Um, it, but I, but Mahomes is is. Different than Dak. Like I think Dak oh. needs a good line. He needs a good running back, etc. I think you could toss just about anybody back there with the Chiefs yep. and they'll be fine because Mahomes is is that kind of franchise changer. I don't
5: think Dak is that. I think twenty five quarterback could be very good quarterbacks in the NFL at, at playing in Dallas right now. I really believe that. Yeah, I, I i believe I believe that if you took Josh Rosen, the the misfit child that just seems to not be able to find a home and Josh Rosen was to get an honest fair shot at playing behind the Dallas Cowboys right now with the weapons they have constructed I think he would be very good I think I don't so know too. that he would be great not saying he'd win a Super Bowl but I think he would be good I think But he I would don't be
4: think they, I don't think they win a Super Bowl with Dak Yeah I don't either You know I, like I really think for what you paid Andy Dalton I mean take your shot like I, it, would, I would like good. I would. The problem
5: is, is free agency is already over for this year. So you have punted on the defense. You can't just go out and buy defensive players that you could have because you've waited on this. So this is all strategy and moves for next year.
4: I, let me bring now, up. The something. problem is, is
5: Andy ain't going to be there for, for $3 million next year. Oh
4: no, no, no. He, he's not. Especially not if he plays fairly well this year, if he gets, yeah, uh, if, the he, opportunity. if he gets
5: playing time or gets the head, uh, the, the starting job, then, you know, of I wanted course, to, if he gets a starting job, his deal goes up to $7 million, but still a drop in the bucket. According to
4: oddsmakers over at Fox Bet, I, I wanted to read this off to you. It's it kind of interesting. Uh, actually, before we do that, uh, my, McKinnon said, Dak is very similar to Garoppolo or Goff. They have to have weapons around him to succeed. He's a high B quarterback, but not an A like Russell Rogers, Brady, Mahomes, Ryan, etc. Uh, he had to throw in Matt Ryan. I see that. I see what you did. Uh, he's worth $30 million a year, but if I was an owner... Um, I don't know if I could pay much more than $35 million a year for him. If he doesn't succeed this year, he's out. I'd just leave him on the tag and see how it goes uh, if it was my team. Um, and then Michael said, hey, hey, let's not beat up on Brian Greasy. Yeah, we know. We know. It is what it is. Fox Bet tweeted this out a couple of hours ago. Dak Prescott at quarterback is worth four points on the spread over Andy Dalton. Now, one, do you agree with that? I don't think I agree with that. They thought
5: what now? They said...
4: Dak Prescott, at quarterback, is worth four points on the spread over Andy Dalton. I don't know that I agree with that.
5: I probably agree with that.
4: So that would mean this season, as it stands right now, because they've got odds laid out, you know, all through the season, and obviously these will change, et cetera. But right now, with Dak Prescott, the Cowboys are favored in 11 games. They are underdogs in five. If they roll with Andy Dalton, they are favorites in four games, underdogs in ten, and they're a pick'em in two games.
5: That that makes perfect. I think that's exactly right.
4: You think there would be a seven-game difference there?
5: Yeah, I don't, you're talking about point spreads, Gary. Not real true outcomes. Point spreads are better's perception. Do you think the general public would need a lot more points to bet I, on the Cowboys?
4: You've got a okay. You've got a valid point. Listen, I'm, we're
5: not predicting outcomes. That's not what Vegas does. They're getting 50-50 margins on the bets.
4: Yeah, and so if you've got Andy Dalton how, back much, there, how many
5: points do they have to give the Cowboys to make you say, all right, I'll ride with Dalton? I mean, that's that's a good point. I like, Right now, I, people I, have faith in Dak and has no faith in Dalton. None whatsoever.
4: McKinnon said, hey, now, Matt Ryan is an A-minus quarterback. He would succeed on any team. He may not be a Hall of Famer, but he's still a 90 or 92 on Madden. (laughs) Michael said, his Dak surrounded himself with a bunch of hype men. Someone close to him needs to give him a reality check. Uh, Here's the thing.
5: I think he's trying to get to free agency. That's what I really think. I think he is trying to do what Kirk Cousins did because Kirk Cousins, over the last... Six, seven years has made more money than anyone else in the NFL in that window of time. And he's done very little.
4: I also think that this has something to do with Dak Prescott only making, you know, what total $3 million over the last four years?
5: That's part of being a third round draft pick. Though.
4: Exactly. And it, was he, no, he was like fourth or fifth or whatever. whatever like, whatever. But, had but that's same even less thing. money. Yeah. I mean, Russell, like, it, it, and Russell, Russell won a
5: Super Bowl on his rookie deal.
4: That's the thing. Russell he won a Super Bowl. He went to another
5: Super Bowl on his rookie deal.
4: Dak hadn't even sniffed one. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just crazy. Just crazy to me. Uh, Joseph said, basically, Dalton gets field goal while Dak gets the touchdown for a series. Still sounds low for teams with better uh, better defenses. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we've talked enough about Dak Prescott. It, it's, it, you want to you give one final... Uh, comment on it.
5: I mean, I think I I think what what I believe to be happening is what I think is happening. I think he's trying to get to free agency. He will sign no extensions unless he is grossly overpaid and he wants to get to a real free agent market. He wants to get past the uh, um whatever it is
4: the franchise franchise
5: two? the franchise tag. He wants to get past the franchise tag and he wants to hit the open market. Yeah because that's where he thinks he can get the most money.
4: Okay. And and we'll see. We'll see if it ends up biting him.
5: But Well, it could help him because if he blows up this year because that team is loaded. If CD comes in there and CD adds any amount of explosivity to that team, which I think he will. Yeah. I already believe in Gallup. I think Gallup's an unbelievable player. They they've got three receivers that beat any other three receivers in the league.
4: Uh Michael I, Michael asks, "Can they franchise tag him next year?"
5: Yes, they just got to pay a bigger tax. It's a much bigger number. It's a much bigger number. It's what
4: happened with Kirk Cousins. So what happened
5: with Kirk Cousins. He got franchise tagged twice.
4: And so if you want to do that and not have a future set up, then absolutely, but you're going to end up paying for it. So is what it is. Let's move on to a different franchise.
3: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.
4: Let's talk about the New Orleans Saints. Jay Glazer came out again. Now, he said this back in January, but but we're talking about it again here. Plans for life after Drew Brees. Now, you know, we all think that we know what these teams are thinking and whatnot. And obviously, you took a flyer on a guy like Jameis Winston. That seems like it would be a really good backup plan going forward if uh, you can find a way to make him work out. Here is the article from Saints Wire. It says, Stop us if you heard this before, but Fox Sports NFL insider Jay Glazer reported to The Athletic that he fully expects Taysom Hill to take over at quarterback once Drew Brees has hung up his cleats. That's what Glazer wrote in his latest mailbag, echoing the same take he made back in January on Colin Cowherd's radio show. Glazer is tight with Saints coach Sean Payton. He has broken stories before, like Payton's five-year contract extension and put the nail in the coffin for Antonio Brown, signing with the Saints after his bizarre free agent workout and high-profile fallout. Uh, Whenever Peyton is seen on a parade float at Mardi Gras, Glazer is usually right there with him as his guest. So, it should not be a surprise that Glazer has rare insight into Peyton's thinking. And when asked by a reader if the faith the Saints have shown in Hill so far is genuine, he was very quick to confirm it. Here's his quote. No smokescreen. He's the guy. Sean Peyton loves him, but it's not just him. The whole team loves him. Watch a Saints game. uh, When he is... In my thing really littered. Hold on. <laughs> I swear to God, I hate these stupid phones. Uh, when he's in the game, watch the other players on the sideline. Watch their reaction. They all get up and stand on the sidelines to watch him. Uh, Glazer continued, I think Sean was always hoping to unleash him on the league without anyone seeing him before, but now we've seen it with Lamar Jackson. He's a bigger Lamar Jackson. No, it's not a smoke screen. He likes him that much. He'll be the guy. He's with the perfect coach for that. Now, this man just compared Taysom Hill to Lamar Jackson. Maybe, maybe we need to pump the brakes a little bit.
5: Yeah, yeah. You, I, I'm not, I'm not buying this. If this is the Saints' future, I, I think they are making a gross miscalculation.
4: I like. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that he could be, um, he could be a good player. Like I he's already he's a been really a good player.
5: exciting backup,
4: but. But could he be a starting quarterback in the NFL?
5: I do not believe that.
4: I don't believe that either. I'm... I, I just... I love Sean Payton. Obviously, he has proven it time and time again in this league. Uh, he's won a Super Bowl, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, McKinnon said, I think they also picked up the new Taysom Hill-style rookie so Taysom could actually move into being a backup quarterback and let the new guy run the old Taysom plays. Um I guess we're talking about Tommy Stevens but good gracious I doubt that you're gonna keep four quarterbacks on the roster I mean that's insane hey, they
5: might hey hey I got some i got some franchise tag info just so we can close the book on that okay so the first year that you get franchise tag you get uh the average of the top three paid guys so you take the top three paid quarterbacks or top three played players at your position average those together that's your pay guaranteed for that year all right? Okay. If they franchise tag you a second time, they take the amount that they paid you that year, it's 120%. So you get 20% raise on top of that. That's a big jump. It's a big jump. Yeah. If they do it a third time, it's 44% to that number. Not the previous number, the original number. It's 44% more on top of that. Whew. So... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what that looks like in true numbers. If the franchise tag is thirty million dollars, they'll pay you the next year thirty six million dollars. So the franchise tag you two years you'll make thirty six million dollars the second year. Thirty six times. The third year, which is why it will never happen. The third year would be fifty two million dollars. Ooh, yeah, never happen. It'll it'll never it'll just it's there to stop people from doing it. And if they're gonna do it. They have just said, we don't believe in you. We can't get a deal done, but we can't win without you. And so, here's all the money you want. Yeah.
4: Yeah. All right, so let's let's move back into Taysom Hill. I got some numbers for you. In the last two years in the league, Taysom Hill has completed six passes out of 13 attempts. He has 119 yards. Um, he has one interception with zero touchdowns and yet this is going to be their backup quarterback. I I don't follow this at all. I don't understand why they are so in love with the idea of him at quarterback. Now, if you're looking at rushing numbers, um okay, like maybe, I guess he had 37 rushes for 196 yards. Um And that was in 2018, and then he had 27 rushes for 156 yards last year. Like, obviously, the guy is pretty good. But he's like a situational anomaly. Like, he just comes in and he makes plays based off of the fact that nobody knows what's coming.
5: What am I missing? Ronnie Brown ran the Wildcat better than any running back we've ever seen before ever. He was unbelievable at it. Doesn't mean he could play quarterback. Yeah. Like I, it, the fact that all the other teammates watch and they pay attention when he comes in, it's because they know they're about to run a gimmick play. And gimmick plays are fun. Gimmick plays are cool. They know it's not going to be a draw. Like, so why? So that's why they get on their feet and that's why they get excited. That's why they show up. That doesn't mean it's a smart move. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think sometimes these coaches just get a little too ahead of themselves. I like Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton is an outstanding coach in the NFL. Outstanding coach. I think he wants to see if he can win without Breeze. And instead of just finding another quarterback, he's just going to say, hey, I'll take this kid. And if I can win with him, then whatever.
4: Yeah. And Matt said, can he get a third torn ACL as a starter? Yeah, he uh, he had two of those at, at BYU. So, you know, his numbers at BYU, not great. He missed two seasons uh, because of it. His, uh, his junior year, he missed half the year. His uh, senior year, he missed the entire thing, and then he came back for his fifth season. Um, I mean, he, you know, never great. As a freshman, 59% completion percentage. Uh, as a sophomore, he started all 13 games, 53.9% completion percentage, uh, had 2,900 yards passing. I never got close to that again, um, you know. He just—I'm
5: just out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm I don't out. understand this. I'm not interested. I have—I have zero interest in any Taysom Hill I, as I a starter. Back in two or three years, like, I might be wrong.
4: As as a quarterback, uh, Michael said, "I hope he's playing quarterback for the Saints week 11 in Denver." Uh, trust me, if Drew Brees goes down, I guarantee you, Jameis Winston is going to be the backup, guaranteed. That's—I'd be
5: shocked. I just would be shocked. Yeah, I mean it, this. This makes no sense.
4: Makes no sense. I don't
5: understand it. Of course, probably you don't mind one. that either because that means you're going to get a couple of defensive scores. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably right. Statistically, um, you'll get three.
4: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let's uh, let's move on from that. Um, we got two more topics for the day. So, the NFL reopened their facilities or at least in the states where the government would allow it on Tuesday. Um yeah, we missed this somehow. Yeah, we we totally missed this. It, it was a story from Monday, but uh we figured we we probably needed to at least hit on it. Yahoo Sports uh wrote an they article. They opened their
5: facilities on the 19th. Today is the 21st. I was like, "Wait a minute. June 19th? Is that a misprint because it says it says May 19th." how do I not know
4: this? So, here's the deal. The Packers, Ravens, Dolphins, Vikings, Titans, Bucks, Browns, Panthers, Saints, Eagles, and Packers have chosen not to reopen on Tuesday. Cincinnati reopened on Wednesday. Jacksonville set May 26th for its reopening. Denver is targeting next week. Uh, Among the teams that took advantage using their buildings for the first day they are allowed, the Cowboys, Falcons, Texans, Cardinals, Chiefs, and Colts. So, only six teams actually opened up on the day that the NFL told them it was fine to go back. Um, this is the same thing that the NCAA was doing, right? The NCAA had yeah. blocked everybody out until June 1st. Um, well, it, it was through May 31st, and then they told everybody this past week or a couple of days ago, whenever it was, that you can go back and start doing workouts there. Now, a lot of these, uh, the Colts said in a statement, they said, we've spent the entire quarantine period preparing to reopen. But it will be very gradual and deliberate. And, of course, we're taking steps to make sure we're in compliance with state and local regulations and the NFL and CDC guidelines. So, primarily, employees that must be in the office to do their jobs, uh, and people that need access uh, that are only at the office, maintenance workers, trainers, technology workers, etc. It says those people will have their temperature taken when entering the building and must wear personal protective equipment, such as masks. The Colts have set up one-way hallways with arrows on the carpet pointing to the proper direction, And there will be limits on how many people can be in rooms at a time. Um, And Frank Reich was realistic about a full return to the training complex. The guys who have been hurt, who have been coming into the building, keep coming in and rehabbing and doing their thing. Other than that, as soon as we can get more players in the building, we want that to make up for a little bit of lost time. The sooner we can get together and be out there working, the better it will be. Um, So basically, like the Steelers did a soft opening on Tuesday, but it was like medical personnel and rehabbing players. Like, really... They're letting guys come back to the facility, if they want to, but they're still having to work within government regulations, right? Yeah. So, I, tell me, tell me your thoughts here. What What are you thinking no, about this? Uh, I just
5: think this is a good. I think this is a good thing for getting football back. Now, right now is not the time of the year where people would be worried working in the facilities anyway, right? Like right now, this is the time of year where Tom Brady would have his four best receivers or three, anybody that would come live with him in Montana and he would be throwing with them and working on routes and he, they work with their own trainers and they work with their own people doing their own types of things. Um, getting better before they ever got back to the facilities for many camps yeah or this this would not be a mandatory thing this is not no whatever. so this is not a time where people would be there but the fact that the offices are open I mean the, the office personnel are going back the medical personnel are going back they are getting things put in place for when they come back all right we're gonna have a little more um, you know, I guess, distance from one another while we're in the office. So let's set up protocol and let's, let's make sure that we are abiding by these things to keep us as healthy as we can throughout the season, Uh, because this thing's going to stick around. It's going to happen. Somebody for all 32 teams, if we play a league season from start to finish, I fully believe one player from all 32 teams will at least get this thing. Yeah. And, and they just need to make sure that one player doesn't infest the rest of the team. We get him off. We get him isolated. We get him healthy. We get him better, and we get him back. It's just they're going to treat it just like any other injury. Pull a hamstring, you're out two to three weeks. You you get the Rona, you're out two weeks. Yeah, that's it. Maybe three because we don't know what your body's going to be like when you come back. Some people might bounce right back because they it did nothing to them. But we still need to make sure they stay gone long enough to get it out of their system. The other people, it might beat the hell out of their body. And they're gonna come back. It's gonna take it might be like coming back from Mono last yeah, it may, year for it may Sam take, Darnold. It take might take weeks. a couple of weeks for them to get their strength back and get back in game speed. And that's f- all of those things are fine. But it's smart to go ahead and get listen, if other offices around the rest of the country are opening up, you gotta just start opening up. You just have to.
4: Uh, to what we talked about with uh with the NCAA stuff yesterday or today, whenever it was, um, where it's why would you have these guys going to public gyms trying to, uh, if if the states that they are in have gyms that are public and open, why would you have them go to a public gym around other people where there's less regulations and there's a better chance of them getting sick than coming into your facility and being able to work out? Like, I mean, it, it makes all the sense in the world, I think. So, it's definitely a step in the right direction for the NFL. I'm glad that... Uh, that they did this because like you said, it is one more step towards getting football back and by God, I am so
5: I, I really believe now I am in a mindset to where if we don't get football back, even at a normal time, if by Labor Day we're not playing football, then then I'm gonna be shocked and I'm actually going to be disappointed because I fully think that both college football and the NFL, they've just they're just going forward. But just we're just going to find a way to go forward now if a bunch of people start getting really sick and god forbid somebody dies then then they say okay we gotta we gotta undo what we just did and that's fine it, I think it's okay to try stuff and if it doesn't work it's okay to say we tried it and it didn't work it's all right yeah i agree with you I think all of that's okay. I don't think anybody's evil. I don't think anybody's terrible. And, you know, people would say, oh, well, you only did this because of the money. And that guy died because of money. Yeah, but he didn't have to show up for work. Like, he could have went and found another job. Yeah. Could have done something else.
4: Yeah, I mean, you could do But he's anything. highly
5: compensated. He's highly paid, and so he wants to
4: do it. This is, this is very true. This is true. Now, the last topic of the day Let's go ahead and dive into this. We're, uh, we're a couple of days behind it, but I feel like we wanted to get our bearings. Um, I wasn't sure the best way to discuss it. Uh, Therese Paler wrote a good article over at Yahoo about this. And the title of the article is, Will Rooney Rule Revamp Work? The onus is on NFL to snuff out sham interviews and get team owners to get serious. Now, the initial... Uh, rumors that came out were if you hire a minority uh, candidate, you would get extra draft picks, and you would get all these different things, etc. What they ended up doing is different. Now, had they had they done that, I mean, that's a little crazy, but I, I we're not going to get into that part of it. Um, they said teams, and this was actually passed on Tuesday, Uh, Teams will now be required to interview at least two external minority candidates for a head coaching job instead of one. They will also be required to interview one external minority candidate for coordinator, general manager, and senior football operations positions, as well as a wide range of executive positions instead of none. Uh, Additionally, clubs passed a resolution that will bar teams from blocking assistant coaches for interviewing for coordinator jobs with other teams. That's the biggest one. Yeah, that's a massive, massive one. Um, and that's a that's a big deal. And it, it's got nothing to do with minority candidates whatsoever. It's just now your organization cannot block you from applying for other jobs or for for talking to other teams. Um, I think that's here it has go.
5: to be for a coordinated position. But currently, the way the rule is, is if you're under contract as a coach, I mean, we see this happen all the time. Teams ask permission. Can I interview this guy? Can I interview that guy? and if you say no you say no i mean the patriots had right now houston texans tried to interview a personnel guy for the patriots that that's one of their personnel and scout scouting guys uh, you know last year or whatever and bill said no he's on a contract he's he's in his last year's contract we're not going to we're not going to just let you interview for him we're not going to let him go and uh, and now you don't have the right to say no as long as it's a it's a it's a step up it has to be a coordinator position or head coach position it can't be a lateral move um but uh but this guy was interviewed he's a scout now he's a personnel guy now and he was interviewing for the general manager job that would have that would have been allowed so um yeah i think that's going to be the biggest thing that affects people a lot of folks have come out we i can't understand the math on it all right i i don't understand how you we I still don't understand how we we have the failure rate of the black head coaches that we have. I think I think they're making a mistake with the Rooney Rule.
4: Well, I, I think, I'll I'll tell you like let me let me go in and put this in in layman's terms, I guess for yeah why like okay, do that. The reason why black coach black head coaches fail typically now not all of them obviously we've had some really good ones, yeah. um, but a lot of them end up failing because when they get offered a head coaching job, typically. It is a really, really bad job, but they feel like they Man, have take to it. take the opportunity because they may not get another one. That's and it. You, you got to stop thinking like that,
5: right? I think I think they're pushed into jobs too quickly. I think Steve yeah. Wilkes has a chance to be a really good coach, and he was given the Arizona Cardinals job in the middle of a tank job. Okay. Yeah and then they said, "Well, you law, you bad. They hold your record over you." And this is this is what I was worried about with with Brian Flores. I was terrified this was going to happen in Miami as soon as we all thought this team's tanking. They're getting rid of all their good players. Yeah. And 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 no maybe not this year, maybe not he's not one and done, but in 3 or 4 years if he hasn't won a lot, guess what? They're going to give his overall whole record and not one person is going to say, "Yeah, but that first year we were tanky." So well, in, take the, in, the first year, year in the second no year, you're out of it. the no one's going to do that. They're going to say, "Look at your record. Look at what you did. This is justification for firing you." Yeah, I yeah. think they're pushing these jobs too much, too fast. But one guy that I am, I'm actively worried about because I think he can be unbelievable. I'm biased because I loved him as a player. I really, really like him as Byron Leftwich. We talk about this all the time. Oh, yeah. At, at as soon as anybody thinks he's ready, they're going to say, you have to take a job because it's for the good of everybody. And really, man, let's wait until you're ready and the right team comes open because you're the right guy. You're good. You're going to get this job, but you don't want to be one of these guys. It's just a sacrificial lamb. You just don't.
4: Yeah. I mean, the, the smart thing, honestly, like how old is Andy Reid? How old is Bruce Arians? Right, Arians already retired once.
5: About, Arians already retired once. The best thing for him to do is hang on in Tampa. The yeah. problem is, is you have no idea what that team is going to look like in two years if Tom Brady is gone. That's, we, that's we true. You don't know their plan for quarterback with life after Tom.
4: But but you do hope that. You know it, it, that the culture is built correctly, so that whoever True. does come in afterwards, because I, you know, we can talk about all oh, the Patriots are going to be awful this year. I, neither one of us thinks that because the culture yeah. is built so well.
5: The only people that think like, that are media people. Yeah. That that have that have just seen the Patriots bully their team for so long, and they're all they're all just butthurt, and they just think that it's all going to end now. Yeah. Yeah. They, they spent twenty is, years yeah. saying Tom Brady was a system quarterback, and now they're going to spend the next five ten years saying. You know, or this year, saying, well, you know, it was all Tom Brady. It was all Tom. Was I mean, if
4: Brady. if you look at the the Eagles when they lost Carson Wentz, uh, they yeah. still went on and won a Super Bowl. Even if they right. hadn't, it still would have been a successful season. Absolutely, but but it didn't matter who was at quarterback, really. That's right. Like now, obviously, you got to have somebody that's competent. But right. but what I'm saying is the culture and the the team and the scheme and everything was built so well, it didn't matter who came in there. I left, right. which knows everything that Arians is doing. Eric yeah. Bieniemy knows everything that Andy Reid is doing.
5: If Leftwich if Leftwich leaves and he takes over Jacksonville, this is not this is not good for the Rooney Rule, and this is not good for the furthering of of black head coaches, right. in my opinion. Now he could be unbelievable there. All right, he could do great, but I just think that's this is what happens. This is what happens. It's what happened to uh, to Broyles uh, uh, it, 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 with the Jets. What do
4: you what do you think about the whole thing where they have to? Um, they have to interview two minority candidates. It's good.
5: I do think it's better. So basically, what you got to get is you have to get these owners comfortable with with the idea of these guys doing it. And what's going to help that is the management positions. Now you're going to get more of these guys in management, and then once they're in management, it will trickle down. You're going to be more comfortable because you the, you you as an owner spend very little time with with the you spend zero time with the coordinators. Right, you spend minimal time with the head coach, maybe some depending on how hands-on his owner you are. You spend a lot of time with your general manager and assistant general manager. You spend a shitload of time with those guys. Okay, yeah, I, I think, I think once you start seeing more black black candidates get those those jobs, it will all trickle down from there. Um, But we have to have opportunities where these guys just aren't set up for failure. We just we just have to the Arizona Steve Wilkes in Arizona and uh, oh my God how do I forget this guy's name the, the ah the, the Florida Jets coach, um Todd uh Todd Bowles.
4: Todd Bowles yeah
5: Todd Bowles that's it Todd Bowles the, both those guys were set up for complete failure the Jets have been a joke for for a decade and uh, and Arizona was in the middle of a rebuild yep. they were literally in the middle of a tank job that's what they were doing was tanking. He's a sacrificial lamb. Sorry, tough. Yeah,
4: I mean, that's that's the Happen. way it goes. And, and I'm
5: going to tell you, Brian Flores, I want good things for him. I want good things for Miami. I want them to do well. But if he struggles in year, not two, but let's say year three or year four, at some point in time, they're going to hold up his whole resume. And not one person's going to say, oh, you really need to take those 11 losses off of him. Yeah. Because those aren't his.
4: It's still kind of miraculous that he won five games last year. Yeah. I mean that uh, what he did with that team was no, un-
5: I I, I completely agree but nobody's going to give him credit for those 5 wins and no and nobody's going to ease the blame for those 11 losses. Nobody.
4: Yeah. McGinnis. And that's jumps- bullshit.
5: I think that's no, I, patently wrong. I think yeah, I I
4: 100% agree.
5: I mean with we you. we hang on. Yeah. Not not a Rooney rule situation, not a not a black situation or a minority situation. But we we did it with – oh, what's his ass? The head coach that was at Rutgers. Football. Was it Breakers?
4: Uh, yeah, Grexiano?
5: Grexiano. We absolutely did with Grexiano. Everybody's like, look at his overall record. He was terrible. He was terrible. He took over the worst football program in all of college football yeah. and in three years had him go to bowl games and four years had him going to a BCS bowl.
4: People talk about that with Mario Cristobal as well uh, because and, of and where he started.
5: Those first two years. You got to throw those first two years away. You got to take them and you got to put them in the shredder and say I'm never going to look at them again. Banner Society,
4: Banner Society it, did a, a smart thing. They said Year Zero, right? So yes, like things yes. like Jeff Collins at Georgia absolutely Tech,
5: absolutely Year Zero. Georgia Tech
4: winning four games last year was unbelievable, pretty unbelievable because he was switching from a team that was built for triple option to move a more pro style. You yes. got a whole roster full of
5: guys that only know how to play one way. Ba- that cannot play conventional football. That yeah. cannot not. They they could be okay. Maybe we can teach them. It's going to be a learning curve. They can't physically do it.
4: Well, and and you only had, uh, fifteen practices in the spring, yeah. and then fifteen practices in the fall I, I in just, order to get I them just switched. I just think
5: I think these coaches get thrown into jobs so fast. Uh, Brian Flores, I hope that he's in unbelievable, and I'm I'm pulling for him. I'm a, I'm a Brian Flores guy. I'm in the tank with him. He had one year of running the defense, but he wasn't even the defensive coordinator. Bill just took the defensive coordinator job and said, I'm going to do it. And he let Brian Flores do some of the other stuff, and he let Brian actually call defensive plays during the game. That's it. One year of that and instantly got to get him a head coach job. Got to get it to him now. And if it doesn't work out, he's just another guy. And guess what? These guys don't get second and third chances. Oh, no. There are no Mike McCarthy, Black Mike McCarthys out there. They know. You know, Jason Jason Garrett got an OC job. Are you kidding me? That guy's never run an offense a day in his life.
4: Well, now to be fair, like Wilkes and Bowles both ended up with defensive coordinator positions, but oh
5: yeah, but they 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 won't ever see another head coaching job.
4: No, but and that record that that they got in that one or second first or second year, whatever it is, yeah. uh, that'll be held up forever. Forever, like that. Forever. That stuff doesn't go away. They were both away.
5: elite level. I mean, Wilkes Wilkes went to the Browns. That's who I wanted. Who Who I wanted was the coaching staff in Tampa right now. That's yeah. That's all I wanted in my life in Cleveland. That's That's all 100%. I wanted last year. Hundred uh, percent. Let's just open the, and honest about it. I wanted Bowles, Todd Bowles. I wanted Byron Leftwich, and I wanted Bruce Arians. That's what I wanted.
4: Let's Let's get into the comments real quick. McKinnon said the Chiefs OC Eric Bieniemy. Uh, would be a great head coach. Personally, I think he's waiting on Andy to retire to just take the reins.
5: Yeah, I don't know when no, he's Andy's going to retire. he's trying to get other jobs. He's not sitting around waiting. Yeah. I, I-, I will assure you of that.
4: Uh, here, uh, uh, Michael said, I wish EB would have come to Colorado and been the
5: head coach. Uh, again, no, that's a huge step down. Setting
4: up for failure, especially for when he would have been hired in at the end of February. That's a like,
5: massive step backwards, yeah. too, man. This guy is this close to getting an NFL job. He's this close to getting an NFL job. If he takes that Colorado job, he's 10, 15 years away from getting an NFL job.
4: Oh, 100%, because you will never maybe be able to never win. never getting it. Yeah, you'll never be able to win national championships um, at Colorado. It's just no. not like yes they won one. You're in not winning Pac-12
5: championships. It's just not happening. Yeah,
4: it's it's not not in today's college football. That's just the way it goes. Uh, McKinnon said, "If Dan Quinn doesn't succeed this year, I think uh, Beanie, uh, I think he's out, and I'd love to see the Falcons pick up Beanie." Um, well, I want
5: to be enemy in Cleveland last year, but you know, yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with the guy they got. I'm all right. So
4: Matt said, uh, "I love how everyone praised Larry Coker for winning the national title his first year, but that wasn't even his team. Larry Coker ended up having a really good record." Uh, and he got fired after going like nine and three, but I mean, you could see the wheels coming off of that program. Yep. Like, yeah, you—that's it, it, a—that's a backwards version of what we're talking about, right? When the wheels have fallen off and everything is going to hell, that's when a lot of these guys get hired in, and it's just not right. It, it's basically it's Alabama hiring Mike Shula in May, you know? It's it's uh, Ole Miss hiring Matt Luke in July. Like, they don't even have a fair shake. It's just not right. So, yeah, I think this is actually a a step in the right direction. I think, you know, high. You got to get the front
5: office people. You got to get the front office people changed over. That will help change everything because those people are actually around the decision makers every day. 100%. 100%. Coordinators are not. Coordinators just aren't. And the quarterbacks, coach, and all these other guys, they're just not. With the Rooney rule,
4: when they only had to interview one candidate, everybody was bringing in the same guy and it was That's the, right. one,
5: one, one token yeah. black guy got passed around the league. Like, like and it was Marvin was Lewis Booker like, that was paid for, for some basketball recruitment thing and everybody gets a turn and then they get to put him back where they bought, where, where they found him. And, and, and they, they already have the guy, have the guy, that, guy that they want. Yeah. It was just, it was just a joke from that point forward. That's but, the, all the, it was. but
4: the truth is once you interview enough, I mean, it's what happened with Mike, uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, you interview enough, you interview well you are going to impress people. You are going to get a good job, and that's that's the way it goes. I think this is a step in the right direction. I think it's a good job. Um, let's see. Michael said, I agree A step back, but as a Colorado guy, I would have liked the same comeback. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, at being a homer, yeah, you want well, the best for the program. Yeah, that's but, different. But <laughs> but but for him. not
5: good for him and his family. Yeah,
4: for him, not not the best. He is, uh,
5: he is this close to having one of 32 jobs.
4: Yeah. It's a like Chris says all the time. There's only 32 of them things. There's only them. So, um, yeah. You so, gotta you gotta, which is why people take even the bad ones,
5: right? That's that's it. You you gotta trust the owners not gonna is, if they're bringing you in under a rebuild. That you just gotta trust that the owner's gonna give you some leeway. The owners in Arizona absolutely did not. No. They they if, if anybody got screwed at all, Steve Wilkes got it more than anybody else.
4: Oh yeah. I mean Todd Bowles at least got several years with the Jets. Yeah, he
5: but, I think would he get two or three, he didn't get many. Got three. He, I know he didn't get more than three. Yeah. But
4: he, he got three and, and Wilks, honestly Wils he looked the, okay, but yeah. And nobody's ever gonna look really good with the Jets, I don't think. Rex Ryan had two fantastic years um, yep. and couldn't get to the Super Bowl. Made it to the AFC championship game two years in a row with Mark Sanchez a quarterback, but you know, that was all on that defense. That's all that was.
5: So, uh, we got to change the front offices in the NFL. That's that's what's going to happen. And and assistant GMs. I think this will help. I do too. I I, I absolutely do too. Well, mainly because they added the assistant GM as part of that as well. The owner might be slow to pull the trigger on the GM, but I I I would venture to say that you could get fifteen new assistant GMs in there. And, and you know, as 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 minority candidates, pretty quickly, yeah. In and, and the next couple of years, and and those guys shine, and they'll get they'll get jobs fast, real fast. Yeah.
4: No, you're uh, you're 100 right. Um, I'm checking to see if anything is broken, and I don't believe anything has. Da, 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 da. Nope. No, I think we are all good for the rest of the day. You hadn't seen any topics, have you? Nope. That's it. That is it. All right, you guys have been fantastic. Of course, the chat, you guys drive the conversation. We appreciate all of you for being here. Make sure and check out tunicatravel.com, Tunica, Mississippi. The casinos are opening back up. We are ready to rock and roll down there. Tunicatravel.com has got all the information for you, for all the policies, the protocols, et cetera. So go and check that out. Check us out, winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you subscribe on all of the live video feeds and on the podcast. Make sure you leave a comment, nice review, all that kind of stuff, and share the show out. Tell your your friends about it. Tell everybody you know about it. But with that said, we are going to get out of here. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive.